Hey, I'm Clayton. And I'm Sean. And we're men who like men who like movies. We're two queer men who love movies, and we love talking about movies. And after a lot of urging, we started a podcast. And what did you pick out for us to watch this week, Clayton? It was a doozy. Oh my goodness. Uh, first of all, I would like to just put on the record, I did not actually pick this. This was a listener <laughs> request from my very dear friend, Danielle. And a fun fact, well, I'll save that. Um, so I told her I would do this for her. And we've got a very special guest to help with us today. Uh, someone who has somehow never seen Twilight before. And we've got Sean from Review It Yourself. Oh, sorry. Was, do you want me to jump in there? <laughs> I, was, I was, I was, I was saying this because I, I, I want this to. I want my opening line to be this, and I've been waiting all day to tell you, Clayton, and you, Sean, this line. I don't have the strength to stay away from you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, this oh is gonna be God. fantastic. <laughs> the script of this movie. <laughs> God, it's honestly this summer else, honestly. Oh, yes. We'll get into oh. it. We'll get into it. But I've been dying to say that all day. I've been thinking the minute <laughs> the minute it, that it came on, I was like, that that's my opening line. Right. I there. I have a line that I am personally holding very close but i will get to it uh first of all sean uh not my sean other sean uh (laughs) what were your quick thoughts on your first viewing and would you recommend this to people Uh, i don't well i mean yeah everyone should watch it at least once because i don't I, i don't think it's as bad as people say like I watched Captain Marvel and didn't get past 45 minutes. I watched all of this. So it's not as bad as people think, but I think it's made for a very specific audience. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't want to stereotype and say teenage girls, but on the most part, kind of teenage girls and and other people around that, but probably not my thing. (laughs) It is. Although I love Bridget Jones, so who knows? Who knows? I love Bridget Jones, quite as you know, so. Yes. Who knows? I love Bridget Jones because Bridget is me. (laughs) (laughs) Except I would be, if I died, I would be found three weeks later, half eaten by cats, not wild dogs. Uh, That's pretty much the only difference. And I don't drink like a fish anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You could just stop talking full stop. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Love Bridget. My Sean, what about you? Do you have any quick thoughts and uh, would you recommend it? Uh, I would. I mean, okay, so I'm going to, I'll get into a little bit of where we got, where, how my story is with this movie. Um, I was not a complete Twy hard, but I was a Twy lover uh, back in high school um, when the craze was going good. But mm-hmm. I will say this, I saw it before it became huge. Like, I read the first book before it was gigantic. So, technically, I'm still on trend. Or before trend. Ha. Um, but a friend of mine, we we just, we really love the series. It was kind of our series. We got a lot of people into it. And I remember when the movie was coming out, I was, like, super excited. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. And I skipped school. 
with my one of my high school best friends and which i know i know i know most people skip and they you know they, they go and do other fun stuff but we went to chinese buffet and then we went and saw twilight <laughs> on its opening day and uh i remember liking it and then i watched it i probably twice after it came out on i think i had it on dvd and i was just like every time i it got a little bit further down on my on my ranking um but yeah i do i enjoyed it i think it's fun for for what it is and uh it's uh it's a time it's a time it is um as for myself <laughs> i also really enjoyed the books when they were coming out and i will credit myself for better or worse for casting kristen stewart in this movie because when i was reading twilight and was still young and naive enough to not know that, of course, they were going to make a movie out of this huge money-making franchise. And was just like, man, if they made a movie of this, uh, I feel like it was... I had just seen The Messengers, maybe. And I thought, Kristen Stewart would be a really good Bella. I actually... I'm a Kristen Stewart defender. I love Kristen Stewart. I think she's fantastic. Okay, and she's fantastic. I've, I have just stood by the fact that Bella just sucks. She sucked in the book. She sucks in the movie, but that's, I'll get into that later. So of course, when this movie came out, I saw it, I think also opening day. Um, and I quite enjoyed it. And I saw the other ones I was getting, the older I got, the less excited I was for a release. I don't even know if I saw the final two in theaters. Um, I did, but, I, but that was with I, friends. <laughs> I would also recommend this, you know, it should be watched once, I think. So gentle recommend. It's not like cats. Oh, you've got to see this once in your life or Titanic. You need to see this once in your life, but just, you should watch it just for the, to be in on the cultural um, knowledge. And I mean, if we're talking about you, Clayton, you don't watch cats just once. <laughs> I have my reasons oh. for liking cats. <laughs> you watched there. I remember when you got it and you watched it like five times, and I was just like, "How are you still watching this movie?" <laughs> cats is high art, and it is a gorgeous 4K experience. Yeah, it's somehow high art and high camp, and I l love it for that. <laughs> and I do mean. <laughs> High art in all of its meanings. <laughs> break into your, we'll have to break into the catnip for that one some other time. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so uh, should we try to get into this movie? No. <laughs> if we must. Um, spoilers ahead for this movie from 2008 that everybody in the world saw seven times um, <laughs> except for you except yeah, for you like, Sean, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same year that The Dark Knight came out I wasn't interested in Twilight wasn't, yeah. wasn't my thing oh, I did and see The Dark Knight three times also, in theaters too great film. if you remember from our episode on The Ruins that also came out in 2008 I was seeing lots of stuff that year lots of yes. stuff 
good film. I don't really have anything to say about the production of this, except Catherine Hardwick, the director of 13, made this movie. And yeah, that's why Nikki Reed did it. <laughs> obviously, the cast is very famous and have gone on to do quite prolific things, some of them. Um, We're looking at you, Ashley Green. When are you going to do something great? We need you back, and not the apparition back. <sighs> I can't believe you brought that up. I never wanted to think about that movie again. <laughs> but it's sadly, it's what I, it's this and that are the things I associate her with. And she was supposed to be in screen four. That's all I, all I wanted. Although we got Emma Roberts, so I'm okay with it. Was she supposed to play Emma Roberts part in screen four? She was originally cast as Jill. Oh, oh, I don't <laughs> like that. I mean, I was a very big Alice fan, so I mean, I was okay with it, and I thought she... I, I, sub- I don't know. On the subject of Alice, I loved her when I was younger. She was, like, my favorite. But watching this post-30, <laughs> <laughs> she was Sorry. so cute. But she was so annoying. I'm like, nobody's that hopeful. And this watch, I greatly identified with Rosalie because she fucking hates everyone, and I quite get that. <laughs> See, I still love Alice, though. Like, well, this movie doesn't utilize her very well. Um, it still doesn't utilize anybody well. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> You're not wrong. But Alice gets a bigger part in like the following movies slash. Jacob's barely in it as well. He's barely in it. Obviously, I, I didn't know. I'd, I've never seen the films. I thought mm-hmm. this was like Edward as the vampire spoilers, and and Jake as the werewolf uh-huh. thing, but fighting over 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 Bella, and then Jacob it just isn't in it. He's got like three scenes and i was like oh okay right wearing oh. a horrific wig um horrendous yes. hairpiece um the wigs in this franchise oh it's, my god it's not good oh no she did you know did you know kirsten stewart wore one all the way through this as well yes so they, so they could save time so she didn't have to go into makeup i'm like of all the things that you wanted to do with this film save time on the makeup really <laughs> I hear, like, yeah i don't know i was what was really fun, I actually made this joke to Mitchell while I was watching it. And uh, spoilers for far in the future franchise, because I feel like we're going to end up having to do all of these, Jesus Christ. But uh, when she does finally get turned into a vampire and uh, oh, she, oh. is whatever, I feel like. And also, I think there was that one scene in Twilight, you know, where she sees herself, where we see her as a vampire. And I love that she's like, I just thought Kristen Stewart was probably like, fine, I'll do a hot vampire makeup for one movie and like a scene. The rest of the time, I just want to just show up, do my scenes, go smoke a joint, and <laughs> I feel like that was her attitude for it. The way that, I, the way that, um, sorry to jump in, the way that Robert Pattinson acts in this film. See, everybody, I will say this about twilight way back when i am a massive harry potter fan i love the books absolutely love the books i like the, i like the films the films are good but books are always better so yeah, i knew course. him i knew him as cedric diggory you know when everyone says mm-hmm. oh you think of you know pattinson and you think of of, of edward cullen I'm like, no i thought of cedric diggory because that's who he was to me first that's yeah the i ever saw him in 
Um, he he just acts in this film like he's just high all the way through it. He just acts stoned all the way through it. I mean, the scenes at the beginning where he's talking to her, I was thinking, dear God, is he going to talk this all the way through the film? Like, hi. He almost um, got fired from it because he was acting too dour. And uh... <laughs> there's dour. I'm, I'm English, Clinton. There's dour. And then there's just like not giving a shit. It's like, you know, what I mean? it's just, 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 you know, sorry. Yeah. Nobody hates Twilight more than the cast of Twilight and everybody who made it pretty much. Yeah. I've got some trivia about the, about the cast, actually. The guy, who, the guy who plays the biology teacher, uh, I think he's a biology teacher. He plays the mechanic in the 1993 film Alive. If you've ever seen that, you know, the one where they're crashing the Andes and the, mm-hmm. Uh, and he, have... he's he's the mechanic guy who says the batteries are in the, are in the tail and the tail's gone. And he started, that's him, funny enough. <laughs> and uh, Edward, no, is it Edward's mother? No, not Edward's mother. Bella's mother, she, uh, played by Sarah Chalk, she played Nina Myers in 24 with oh. um, Keith Sutherland. And my last little bit of trivia, because it was doing my head in this one, I couldn't figure out where I'd seen the Cullen. I don't know if he's his dad or the main Cullen guy, um, the biter. Um, he, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> he was actually in the Scorpion King uh, with uh, the rock. He, he played like a minor side character, but it was doing my head in all the way through. So yeah, that, that's my random throw in there. Sorry. Just to, I had to Peter, get some Peter Facinelli was in the Scorpion King. Yeah. Yeah. He plays, um, there's the, he plays a guy. There's the main villain guy, isn't there? Thorak or what he's called. And then there's, he, Peter, what's his face? He's the guy who sat at the table and he tries to, he tries to use like Matthias's bow and he can't do it. And he's always sat there with grapes and drinking wine. There's always women around. That's him. Oh my oh. goodness. That is so funny. Yeah. I haven't wow. seen that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mostly know him from, he was in this show called Nurse Jackie. He was a doctor on that for a while. Oh, well, he plays um, a doctor in it, doesn't he? So he's broadening his yeah. range, if nothing else. Yes. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I know him from a show called Fast Lane, which was this awful, like, racing show. Um, of and... course, you know him from, like, some terrible show that nobody's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that and a really awful movie called Supernova, which I saw because James Spader and Angela Bassett and Robert Forrester in it, and it's still not good. I think I've seen I... it. Oh, I think, I've seen, I, I think I've erased it from my memory, but I'm pretty sure I've seen it. You were lucky. <laughs> you, know, you know, though, Sean, there's going to be somebody listening there going, oh, my God, those are my movies, man. There'll be somebody doing that, you know? Sorry for the See, I tried so hard. I've watched it, like, probably five times, and every time I'm just like, maybe I'll like it more this time. And then I'm like, nope, still not great. Like, and I just all... don't even give it the first chance. <laughs> just like, yeah. mm, I, I mean, Robin Tunney's in it. Peter Facinelli, like, it, it has, uh, oh my gosh, what is his name? I want to say Edward James Olmos, but I know that's wrong. Uh, never mind, we don't have to talk about it. But yeah, it's just one of those movies that's just, it's not good. Like, it, it's one that studio interference kind of destroys with the movie, like, whatever yeah. it was trying to say. Yeah. And it was rewritten, like, four times. Well, oh. like... Angela Bassett is fantastic, but I mean, when is she not? Um, yeah, that's that's a separate movie. <laughs> if we want to go into bad movies, that's that's one of them. 
oh, I don't think I want to do that one. <laughs> you made it sound so great. I was gonna say, uh, I would get, I would just get really really high and watch it. I feel like it'd be better that way <laughs> because you don't like, even you don't even get high though. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, well, we can we'll tell that story eventually. But um, yeah, no, even I figure that it would be better high. <laughs> you see, I, I don't get high at all. So yeah, this because... is probably why films like this hurt so much. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Me, I mean, I don't either. Um, it is not my cup of tea. <laughs> um, stop, stop pandering to me, Sean. I'm sorry. It's, I actually say that all the time. I swear. No, I know, I know, I know. It's all right. I'm only, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because I, it really does. I really do say that all the time. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's, it's this film really isn't my cup of joe. If that's even the <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that in real life, but now I you feel have. like, yeah, I feel like it's used in the movies and TV and stuff a lot, but <laughs> otherwise, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. Oh, uh, speaking of which, this script, oh man, it is not good. Oh my God, it is so bad. I was just like, these poor actors, like, what are they even supposed to do with it? I don't know. Oh, the voiceover, Clayton and Sean. The, oh, my God. The, I'm sorry, I've got to get this out right. The voiceover. Like, I know they did it to make it more like the book, but it just makes... The, if they take the voiceover out, it would make the film, like, ten times better. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's just so stupid. Like, we'd, like mm-hmm. there's, there's literally a scene where she's like, this was the moment I realized... Sorry, the accent's terrible. This was the moment I realized I was unconditionally and irrevocably... Oh, my God. I'm like, who the hell talks like that? Like, she's <laughs> talking like she's, like, 100 years old. It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, like... It's, it's, oh, it's just not a good idea. It's a little bit well, like... Well, she's been reading all those old books. She's got, she kept something from it, apparently. So, <laughs> I do a book clip. Now do a talk like I that. Think, I think how that happened was this was a middle-aged woman trying to write what a teenage girl in this situation would think like and it just didn't work believe me it is a million times worse than the book but oh yeah that voice and that line is actually verbatim in the book (laughs) yes that is she fought fought to get that line in and it's like that that line it's just it's straight out of the book straight out (laughs) it should have been thrown out the bloody book jeez Hey, we didn't say we were proud that we liked them. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I do not. The last thing I'll come in here and have a go at people's like choices. Not at all, like the books and stuff. No, it's just it's fun. It's uh, it's it's just it's funny. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I, I actually was mildly entertained at a certain point, but like, what's this film's message? Like, what that scene where he's like, "I've killed people before." I'm like. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if a lad goes to you, <laughs> like, you know, you think you got a bit of stuff with, whether you're a woman or otherwise, and and you're there, and a lad says to you, or, or a, a man for the Americans, a lad says to you, oh, uh, I've killed people before. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not going to go, it, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure you're like, off, down the road. <laughs> Like, Red flags really? I'm gone. Yeah. Oh no, I think I'd be into it until I could get away to safety. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Let me go pick up a pizza. 
<laughs> and then I would be out the door, and you would uh, the, the police would be there in about fourteen seconds. Oh, God, so, so uh, the second I finished this movie, I turned to Mitchell and was like, "Has Twilight always been this toxic?" And he was just like, "Yes," because <laughs> I'm just like all these girls idealized and this romantic story and I'm watching it now and I'm like this isn't romantic he's gaslighting her he's creepy he's like stalking her he's coming into her room and watching her sleep and she's just like cool with that and I'm like Bella scream for your dad he's literally the police <laughs> I mean but that, that, <laughs> that comes back that comes back to what you've just hit the nail on the head before when you said about it was written by a woman in, I don't know, 30s, 40s, 50s, I don't know how old she was. It's written by a woman in, in like the middle of her life thinking like, like it, it, it'd be like, it'd be like us three now going, oh, we're going to write a book about, I don't know, a 16, 17 year old lad. We could try and remember what it was. We could try and remember the way we thought, but it wouldn't be the same. And it would probably no. be like horrendously tragic because the film's like, oh, the ultimate bad boy to fix. And it's like, really? And like, he's so like creepy in it. He's like, you know, your scent is like a drug to me. And I'm like, what? Like, well, hang on a minute, mate. Like, back up. And, she, just... and she's just like, oh, nice. And I'm just like, no, that's, that's, that's not cool. And then she gets super obsessive. And it's like, this is just so unhealthy on both sides. Like, you just yeah, do not need to be together. <laughs> Even the first scene where she like walks into the like classroom, the biology classroom, and her hair like blows, and he's just <laughs> oh like, and he's like, like I, I'm like, why would you think like any? I don't think I could get past that. I'd be like, this thinks I smell disgusting. Like what? Like I he think... just looked at me with hate. No, <laughs> like, I don't know what he was looking at her with. I don't know what the director was thinking. He had to have been directed to do that. Do you know what? Do you know what it reminded me of? And I'm sorry if this is a bit disgusting. Have you guys ever seen The Witches? Yes. yes. Right? Isn't it? Isn't it a little bit like, madam, madam? I could smell dogs droppings. You know, because that's what children smell like to witches. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. I swear to God, that's what it reminded me of. Like he's like. Like use it, he's like oh, covering his mouth. I put the gif on Twitter because he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he like runs off. He literally runs at the class the minute he gets out of there. <laughs> he goes to the I don't know the secretary or whatever, and he's like, uh, "I guess I'll just have to put up with it." Like flies past her. Like he's such a dick to her through half this film. I mean, she's she's as wet as. Oh, oh what do I? How can I explain that? She's just like you said. She's just so like she's no personality. She's she's oh, okay, you know. And it's like I don't get it. Best line of the film, though, where she says, uh, your mood swings are giving me whiplash. I actually laughed at that. I was like, yeah, that's true. Like, more lines like that and a little bit... If they'd have made her a little bit grittier, I'd have quite enjoyed it, but they made her a little bit... She's a bit, I don't know, a bit wet, isn't she? She's a bit like... Does that translate? Bland. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, yeah. She's just like, oh, well, you know, I only, you only kill animals, that's fine. And you're like, oh, really? Come on, like... I don't know. Yeah. You won't. I, I could... trust you. I trust you. You won't hurt me. You've known this guy five minutes. Yeah. Just calm yourself down. And he's clearly having a hard time, like, controlling himself. I mean, <sighs> like, girl, uh, Ron. Yeah. You're going to get eight. I do have a theory about why he reacted to her that way in the classroom. It was her outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, playing the 
thermal undershirt with a bowling shirt. Yes. It, it doesn't scream the height of sophistication. Uh, she no. looks why does it, she like a forty-four year old divorcee? <laughs> like, I don't know what the costume department. I know they're trying to make her like. I don't even know how. I think they're trying to make her like plain, but I'm like th- that would stand out more in high school if you were wearing a bowling shirt. Yes. Like, like I would just feel like, what is this nerd doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was one. Like, <laughs> well, I was a little bit of everything, but they, I, she, I just don't. Yeah, that bowling shirt. Every time I'm just like, who designed this? This wasn't even popular when when I was in high school, which is supposed to be the same timeline as this. Like, yeah. Ugh. Every time I'm just like, ugh. I, uh, it's sad. I don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed this but i'll point it out because i think it's quite funny um <laughs> i am a member of a couple groups on facebook that um lovingly shit on these movies and um that's such a good phrase lovingly yes shit. yes <laughs> uh they have a lot of really quality memes and stuff and just little things and i'll hey any raddies out there what's up dm me we'll share memes it'll be great um <laughs> there one of the scenes when Edward's gone, you know, because he's gone for a few days off hunting because he like wanted to kill Bella because of her outfit. And <laughs> they, you know, they don't actually eat, but they're sitting in the lunchroom. And at Edward's spot, there is a single baby carrot just sat on the table. <laughs> <laughs> And somebody in that group posted a screenshot of that, and we're like, "Oh, it's so nice they left a carrot for." <laughs> and so I'm I not saw gonna lie, though. Movie, I was watching for it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Who did that? Like, whose idea was that?" Just because that's so funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, though. I it went in the scene where you know he's like smelling her and is getting real hungry i i I might have fantasized (laughs) i know i I fantasized him just like tearing off her head like a real nelson mandela effect like (laughs) and and i was like i want to see that movie because it would be very different and i think i i might have been okay with it (laughs) it's like it's like there are some decent moments in this you know like especially with the villains the villains i thought were quite creepy i didn't mind the Kind of the backstory of you know the the tribe and and the uh, the the kind of the Native Americans and the and the tribe and the werewolves I can't remember the names and the the vampires and stuff like that. I quite like that and the, like the three villains in it uh, the vampires they they were almost that that part of it was like oh this is this film trying to be like Blade which I didn't mind is you know the rock the kind of like the really heavy rock beat and they kind of walk down the stairs dead slow and they walk in and I thought yeah, this is this isn't too bad but then then in a scene after that there's a scene where like Edward Cullen stood by the side of a bed and then we see it and then all of a sudden afterwards it's like that was the first night I dreamt of Edward Cullen. I'm like yeah we know we just we literally just saw it. We I just watched it. I don't need like oh it's just it's just you know you just think how stupid do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> 
But also, well, also he, she didn't dream of him. That's what he yeah, was in the room. He was just like, I've been doing it for two months. And we saw the window like flutter. Like he had just gone out the window while she was turning on the light. You're fascinating when you're asleep. And I'm like, oh my God, get out, girl. Go. She's like, how romantic. <laughs> She's like, he's like totally obsessed with me. <laughs> and then, like, I think I think that's a big draw to this. It's like I will say trouble. as far as good scenes go, that baseball scene is fantastic. That was I mean I might be reaching, but that was possibly the most iconic scene between 2000 and 2010. You hear Muse start playing, you think of that scene. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the baseball scene is the best scene in the movie. It's probably the best scene of the franchise, to be honest. Um, yes, it's like like you said, Muse playing is just fantastic. And I do want to go back to what Sean was saying about the villains. Uh, I do like the fact. That like when they're like hunting, it's like wild animals. That's mm-hmm. not something you really see with vampires. It's usually like a sexy draw. Like you don't like. There's very few movies that show like the bloodlust. Well, like, I'll tell uh, you which one. There is one. Sorry, when you're there is one. No, uh, thirty, uh, 30, days, 30, days, 30 of days of night. <laughs> oh yes. Yep. I thought you didn't say there were none. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, but there are very few movies that do it. That's why, like, 30 Days of Night is the one I think of. Like, there are, uh, I I would even give the the right one in a little bit of that sometimes. Yeah, the Blade Um, films as well. Yeah, Blade Blade as well, where they, it's just like, it's bloodlust as opposed to just, like, sexy drinking. And, like, I like how they were, like, wild animals, like, when they're hunting like the people down i like that a lot but yeah, yeah the, definitely down to the oh sorry, sorry. no sorry the bit the baseball idea that that was a decent scene to be fair um and the idea they have to do it uh when it's thunder and lightning so you can't hear them with the thunder and i thought that was pretty pretty good and then you've got the the what's his name james or something the main guy what's his yeah name? the main the bad main... guy james yeah yeah james yeah and he's like Oh, you brought a snack, and I was like, "Yeah, they are I quite." I, th- I thought he was good. Like, I thought he was pretty good, and I thought the the other two, the girl and the other guy, were pretty good. And I, th- I like that. Um, the girl is very good until she gets recast as Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh no! Yeah, really? it's, the next it's film. Uh, no, she's in like one other one, and then when she's like the main bad guy of a film, a couple movies away they recast her because there was like a tiny scheduling conflict but by then yeah. everybody was everyone was, was really huge and so trying to schedule everyone for the movie was already hard and they refused to work with it and so it they recast was her with Bryce days. Dallas Howard it was two days that was all like they recast yeah, her over teams. a two day di- two day difference Bryce like, Dallas Howard she... I've got no time for her <laughs> it depends. Some things I like her in. Some things I'm like, yeah. Oh yes, it's nothing against Bryce Dallas Howard. It's just like going from her to Bryce Dallas Howard. Like they just have very different energies and looks, and it was just one of those recasting that yeah. is. Mm-mm. Although I'll tell a lie, I did just watch um, Lady in the Water, and she was good in that. I've just, you know, she's got a lot of making up to do with me, Bryce Dallas Howard. You know, she was in Terminator Salvation. She wasn't great in that. And she was in what? What else was she in? Uh, oh, the Jurassic Worlds, and she's got a hell of a lot of making up to do. So, yeah, 
I'm sure it keeps her up at night, of course, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she lays in her money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I, I do, I I actually, I like, it's sad because Bryce Dallas Howard in the Jurassic World movies, it start, mm. she starts off super strong and then just ends horribly. Like, I was like, I don't like her story arc at all, but uh, we're not talking about those right now. We're that first film, one. right? That first film, she runs around in high heels the whole film. Uh, I'm fine with it. The whole film. Oh, no, no, like, I am. I'm like, that's, that's strength for you. I'd be crying. Yeah. I'd be crying. Oh, but I she's more comfortable in them. Crying, I would have just been on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that was the thing. I I thought it was like everyone's like, "Oh, that was so anti-feminist." And I'm like, I think it's super feminist. She's more comfortable in her shoes than out of them, so she stayed in them. Like, and she practiced running in stilettos so she could actually run in them. Like, I thought it was badass, but what do I know? I guess. <laughs> but then they just kind of give her like the bleeding heart edit like storyline for the rest of it and i was just like i like while i understand where it went i i didn't love it i like the fact that she was a high power career woman but i'm a feminist so <laughs> those, films, those films are just shocking um i was so anyway. mad at the last one i will say i did quite like bryce dallas howard and what was it peach dragon i thought she was really good in that just it I is one of the. I loved the animated Peach Dragon. Well, I mean, it's half animated, half live. Um, when I was little, growing up, and so when Disney did their live in action of that, which I thought was a really interesting choice for them, uh, I believe she's in that. Now I'm second guessing myself, but it's actually one of their really good. It's a type of movie that makes sense for them to do, um, but they're just going for the money makers. But yeah, she's really good in that. I like her. I thought she was actually even good in Spider-Man 3. Controversial opinion, I know. but I was going to say, she was in that for like 46 seconds. <laughs> you have an opinion. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just liked her. <laughs> I just think she's neat. You know, there's not a lot to like about Spider-Man 3, so... <laughs> also, yes, Bryce Dallas Howard was in Pete's Dragon. <laughs> Thank you for looking that up. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. So, other Sean, what else yeah. stood out to you about this uh, um, gem of a film? Well, uh, do you know what? I'll start off with a with a negative, and then I'll give a positive, right? Okay. So the whole bit about oh, um, I don't have the strength to stay away from you anymore, which is a bad enough line in itself. But then when you add then don't i was like oh my god like it was the point where i was like jesus this this film's so cheesy i mean it's almost no idea i i don't know i don't think it's so bad it's good it's just it's just you know if it's not your thing it's not your thing but i will say this i liked a little bit of the lore in it i mentioned earlier about the, the you know different stuff uh the different factions and things but i actually quite like the whole idea around um the sunlight the, the reason why they're so pale is because when they're in the sunlight, they kind of sparkle. I thought that looked really interesting and quite liked that idea. Um, but some of the CGI, I mean, the CGI in the baseball scene is pretty good, but the, the CGI when he's like running up a tree and running up the hill with her <laughs> is just absolutely horrendous. Uh, and I was just laughing. And I know it's supposed to be this really, it's supposed to be this really romantic bit where he like takes her on a flight of fancy and 
almost a bit like the Titanic, where they're at the front of the ship, you know, the bow of the ship. A bit like that, you know, I'm flying, Jack. I'm flying, Edward. It felt a bit like that. But uh, did, I really, did I just say I'm flying, Edward? Jesus. <laughs> oh, I just have to say, uh, I think I'm flying, Jack, is far more romantic than you better hold on, spider monkey. Yeah, oh, no, 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 spider monkey. <laughs> Like, I think I'd rather say I'm flying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, it's the bit where she's, it's the bit where she's like, this, this can't be happening. This doesn't happen in real life. I'm like, oh god, just it's just so yeah, parts of it are so badly written. She's saying it while they're just like up at a tree. I'm like, you could have just climbed a fucking tree. Like that happens, Bella. <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole, you know, employment, a whole career around it. Um, oh, just yeah, it was just, it's just too much sometimes. Um, yeah, it was just I do have to, that was actually I, my dad's job. <laughs> I have a very serious question for something you just said. One of the things that people think is really fucking dumb about this movie is about the vampire sparkling, and you mentioned that you liked that it was uh something different. Yeah, part of me thought, I mean, I know that she's moved somewhere that's supposed to have, like, the most rain, which sounded so stupid. Uh, no, it was very true. This is actually a, a real town oh, is that it? is okay. now a huge tourist destination. But that Falk, it was called, wasn't it? Forks, Washington. And yeah. it's near Seattle. Oh. And those places, I mean, out of the continental U.S., get the most rain of everywhere. Like, I mean, it rains how many days? Like... What is it, Sean? Uh, it's three. But it's like, something. yeah, it's like out of you know the three hundred sixty-five days in the year, it rains mm. over three hundred of them. Sounds like England, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the I mean, I didn't mind. Part of me thought, but hang on a minute, there's there's kind of the sun. Although I kind of get the days where it's it's sunny, he's not there, but that doesn't equate for the fact that living in quite a rainy country myself. Even sometimes when it rains, it's sunny, hence rainbows. So I, I, that, I mean, oh, dear me, there's no point trying to go into the logic of Twilight, is there? But that was, <laughs> I mean, that was the bit where I thought, but that doesn't make sense. But I, I like the fact that it gave you a little, because I was wondering, having seen a lot of vampire films, a lot of them, to, to bring something different to kind of the lore and the, the tradition, and this is giving Twilight high praise, but, you know, you've got to be fair sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that was something different. I liked the fact that that's why they had to stay out of the sun. Not the fact that it burned them, but the fact that they were cold as ice. And I, I thought that was interesting. No, when she brushes up against it, him, you know, the change in the car radio, it sounds so fucking stupid. But, uh, it's, it's... And it's like, oh, you're so cold. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, so I like that. Like For someone who's quite serious about films, I'm, I'm quite opinionated in my films. Some And... Sometimes I can say, oh, okay, yeah, I know there's all this stupidity about it, but actually I quite like these bits. I mean, I like Batman and Robin, so, you know, I've got very... I like Batman and Robin as well, but probably for very different reasons than you. Oh, I'd imagine so, yeah. (laughs) That movie was a lot of boys' gay awakenings. (laughs) I've no doubt it was. Uh, that was a movie that solidified my love of puns. Um, so like puns? he needed to cool down. Puns? 
Like <laughs> he said puns, not buns. Oh, I thought you said puns. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I mean buns too. I mean those two. <laughs> but yeah. I was thinking puns as in like puns, like fun puns, P U N. Yeah, sorry, I'm with you. Um, sorry, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Arnold Schwarzenegger is saying he needed to cool down. Like I mean, it's, it's cool not, body. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> oh yes. Now I really want to watch it. <laughs> I'm Mr. Icebreaker. I'm Mr. Snow. Sorry, here we go. Such a good film. <laughs> uh, I mean it really isn't, but it really is. Yeah, it's, it, it, it does its job of entertaining us. So... Exactly, exactly. That's is the thing it... about Twilight, right? I've seen I've tried to watch films and I've not been able to get through them. I mean, and I watched this and thought, oh, I mean, I've seen worse. I've seen a lot worse. I'm not yes. saying it's great. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I've seen a lot worse. It definitely could a lot have been worse. trimmed down. I don't think it needed to be two hours and two minutes. Like, there were times oh. I was just like, okay, this could have been cut down a little bit more. But, you know, when stuff is based on a book, they do try to include as much as possible. Yeah. Well, so not I, only that, but I mean, I feel like they were really trying to include as much as possible, considering the books were such a national, like a, such a huge international phenomenon. Like it was a huge, huge deal. Yeah, it was the first huge YA thing in a long time that just mm-hmm. blew up like that. I since mean, Harry since Potter. Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. And it was pretty much Harry Potter, then Twilight, then The Hunger Games, and to a lesser extent, like Divergent. But yeah, I mean, it was huge. Huge. I do have one thing. Uh, there's one thing about the cast I want to talk about, and that is Billy Burke is the M- MVP of this movie. Just saying. Uh, her dad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. He is very funny. I my MVP uh-huh. is always going to be Anna Kendrick because I love Anna Kendrick, and I think <laughs> she is hysterical. And I still think the best thing about Twilight wasn't even in Twilight. But a few years ago when she tweeted, oh my god, I just remembered I was in Twilight. And it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I always forget, like, it has been so long since I've seen this, and I just forgot how, like, funny, awkward she is when they first meet. She's just like, ha, 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 ha. so funny. She has a great spike. Because <laughs> 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 like, like, that is, she is the, the closest thing to a real teenage girl in this cast. I feel like, <laughs> like, acting like one. Maybe, maybe um, uh, Christian Serrato's character. I can't remember her name. Uh, but like I just just that perfect mix of like kind of bitchy, but also like a little bit jealous, and like but also like peppy. <laughs> I love Anna Kendrick's character. I think she's so. I think she is so funny. I mean, I just deeply love Anna Kendrick, and I also think she is realistically awkward and funny. <laughs> right. I really want to read, uh, like, you know how they keep doing, like, oh, this is the mo- this is this told in their perspective. Like, I want Twilight told from Jessica's perspective. Oh, and if they come just, out like, with a Twilight the- from Jessica's Jessica's perspective, I will hundred percent read that. Like, could you could you imagine? She'd just be like, "What are these two morons doing?" Like, they're just looking at each other. This is day four. <laughs> like, they're just staring <laughs> at each other. Like. How much of the run, both of you? How much of the runtime of this movie do you think is just 
no dialogue. Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart just looking at each other. Over Fuck. those like over those Fuck. like guitar notes. Sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna cut to the chase and say far too fucking much. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. It was too much. It was, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, literally, one of my notes is: Are we meant to believe there's chemistry here? Because I'm sorry, there's more, there's more, there's more chemistry between flipping Robert Pattinson and Daniel Radcliffe when he says, "Go take a bath." There's more. Yeah, in that there, than there is in this. So... Ooh. There's more. Well, the funny thing is, is like him and Kristen Stewart like really did start dating and like. We're together for a long time. I think they got oh, it together. Bounces off the screen. Not. No, I was like, I do find I think... that a really interesting dynamic when like real life couples act together and have no chemistry, and actors that you know aren't together have tons of chemistry because sometimes it just translate to the screen. And I don't know at what point they got together. Either. Yeah. But yeah, I do not think they have chemistry. But I remember being like a teenager and watching this and reading this and thinking it was romantic. And now I'm just like, this is a movie that is 100% red flags from everyone. Like, runaway screaming. This well, isn't romantic. But... This is an episode of like Criminal Minds or something. <laughs> and another thing is like, if you've read the book, and which I did, and I read the book like two days before I saw the movie again for like the 10th time, you start to put the thoughts of like Bella in the movie. So you're like, for me, I'm like, I, I, what the movie is telling you and what Bella were thinking were sometimes two different things. Like, and so I was a mat, like I'm hearing the voice of narrator book Bella in the movie. And then I'm I so rewatch sorry. it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> But like it kind of gives you a little bit more, uh, a little bit more insight into what she's thinking and like what she's feeling, and where. And I think you're also placing some of the chemistry she's. Fe- I was placing at least some of the chemistry she's feeling for him in that. And I was taking, so I took the book and I was implying it or applying it. Sorry, applying it into the movie and that's not what you're supposed to do. Like it's supposed to be a two separate things. Like you shouldn't have to read the book to be able to enjoy a movie most of the time. And I, I, that's one of the things I, I really hate about this now is because I'm like, okay, well there is no chemistry. Like, and I was watching it and I was like, they don't have any chemistry together. Like it does not feel like jumping. Like I I've seen movies where like characters, like they're just their tan, like they're, connection just jumps off the screen and you're just like my god it is sizzling and this one it's like this is not a sizzle we are uh, you you ever see ice age where sid is trying to light a fire and he's like hey i think and man is like hey i think i saw a spark that's what i'm thinking like that's what that is the amount of spark i see in this movie and I think it does get better if I remember right towards the later movies. But Wait, like, it couldn't get worse, could it? Sean, could it get worse? I mean, oh yes, it does get worse. Just wait, oh wait till it you get to worse, the end. But it also gets better. It's just it crazy gets, because this one—that's like, a hard this one's, sell, Clinton. This that's one's a hard the only sell. one that 
is directed by, I mean, it's Catherine Hardwick, an award-winning director. And this one's the only one that even kind of feels like it has a little bit of vision. I mean, with its look, I do really like the look of this movie. I will say, I like yeah. the cinematography. It's very pretty. Um, I wrote down cool visual style, literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> it's, it's very blue. I'd, well, it's that weird bit, you know, where they're playing baseball and they have these weird cuts, like, shh. And you're like, what's this? It's like, it's like they cut in bits really straight, you know, when the, the villains are coming. It, there were some strange choices. I did like the ending, though. I thought the ending was quite quite funny, where they're tragically outside trying to drum up a little bit of chemistry, you know. Yes. Um, um, just anything, anything. Um, and then, then there's the villain, and she's just stood in like this big window and walks down the stairs, like yeah, just struts down, full of like so, she yeah. has she has more which charisma is, than which is exactly. I was like, why are you ending this on the villain? Like every time I watch it, I'm like, you don't end on a shot of Bella and Edward, you end on Victoria, rightfully so, because she's fantastic. But like. Yeah. Every time I'm like, why would you end on the villain? Like, I, I mean, I get it. You're trying to, you're setting up the sequel, but everyone already knows there's a sequel. Like, it's not like this is a one movie kind of deal. Like, I, I just, every time I watch, I remember watching it. I was just like, we're, we don't even get to see Bella and Edward one more time. Like, it's just going to end on Victoria. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't, I didn't want to see like, that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm just thinking from like, from movie standard, if you're watching this for the romance, like the, you're there for, you're paying your two dollars to go see that, like a case do and Robert Pattinson, and like then it's just like we're gonna end on the bad guys, and I'm like, huh? Best thing in it, okay. that's why. Leave on a high note. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Leave on a high note. Oh, I tell you what. I'll, I tell you what. I really enjoyed as well. I really enjoyed. Do you know what Bella goes around and she's uh She's there, and they're like, oh, the the cooking for her, like, oh, you finally give us an, as an excuse to use the kitchen, um, and the cooking for her, and it's oh, she's already eaten, right? And then the the vampire girl like smashes the glass, like the glass. Uh, well, she's the one who I is my favorite. Yeah, she, she the reason why she's wearing oven gloves is because they did that take beforehand, and she cut her hand uh, accidentally. Oh. Uh, so that's why she's wearing like oven mitts in that part oh. afterwards because it was to cover up like the bandage on her hand. And then I love the bit bit of trivia there, and I love I actually read the trivia for Twilight, and the bit the bit after after that where they've got like oh this is so and so do you know his name that he's like the newest one of the clan, what's Jackson. his name, Jackson Jasper. Like, this is this oh Jasper oh this is, the actor is Jackson um, oh sorry yeah, yeah this is this is uh, like this is Jasper like he's not been eating animals very long and then you just he gets this look in his eye and I'm like wow that guy actually looks like he wants to eat her, uh, in a vampire way. Uh, and it's like what, like that. I, I thought that, like what Edward did not. Th there's more chemistry in that look. As opposed, as opposed to Robert Pattinson looking like he's about to throw up over her yeah. outfit. Yeah. So uh, the, <laughs> the really funny thing with that again, Anna Kendrick, when she introduces them all when they go into the cafeteria, and she's like, "That's Jasper. He's the one that looks like he's in pain all the time." <laughs> <You> just. <laughs> Because he just has that face the whole movie. It just does look like he's kind of constipated. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it so much. Uh, I will say the this isn't necessarily a positive or negative, but watching it now, I 
know I talked to you a little bit privately about this, but a few years back, I had a bit of a drug problem. And when he was talking to her and it's like, you are my own personal brand of heroin. I'm just like, girl. That was that was like, not, not a compliment. Do you want to be like, he just compared you to addiction. Like, that's not a healthy relationship. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> oh, heroin, heroin, though. I, I, yeah. didn't think I, I didn't think I'd ever have to say this sentence. But of all the drugs to use to romanticize someone, you picked heroin. Yes. Really? Really, Edward? Heroin? In this, in you this... couldn't have said, like, you're my old personal brand of ecstasy. I, was, I mean, I'm not condoning yeah. that, but at least it would have made sense. Yeah. Like, And this is, again, a love story for teenagers. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's a really maybe it's a really backwards like anti drug. It's clearly not an anti stalking advert, clearly. But maybe it's a maybe it's an anti kind of maybe it's an anti a really really like I don't know if you'll understand what this means. A really cack handed um like attempt of an anti drug advert. So basically, it's like, hey kids, do you want to try drugs? Don't go talk to the girl instead. Or stand by the end of a bed. No, don't do that, anybody. Like, do you know, like what? That's what I mean. What's the I message wish of this film? The message of this film is to get into a really unhealthy, toxic relationship because it's really romantic, and being really controlled and obsessive is the best thing you can find. But what is the what? They don't ever talk about anything. Oh God, I'm trying to be logical, but they don't ever talk about anything they like together. Or I mean, she's got no personality. I'm a poor. What's no. it for the actress? There's not, there's nothing for it to work with. That could have been, I don't know, one of the best actresses you've, you've ever seen. That could have been any, pick your favorite actress, put her in that role, de-ager. No one would have had a chance. There's nothing there for it to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Jennifer, like, the, Jennifer Lawrence couldn't have done that. <laughs> no, the, 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 the character of Bella, she's just a damp towel. There's nothing there to work with. There's just, there's just no. There's just no personality. Like it's not anybody's fault. It, it maybe didn't translate well from the book, or maybe, as you said, Clayton, if you've read the books, she's exactly how she is in the book, and that's part of the problem. Edward is just like weird and sarcastic, and like a bit of a shit to her and rude to her. And then the next scene, he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry about how I was." Like, like you said, it, it comes across a little bit like that's not the way somebody should be with you. Like whether you're with a girl or whether you're with a guy like that, that's not how somebody should be with you. I mean, get serious, but you know what I mean? Like when you think about it, it's like, what is, what are you trying to tell? Like what, uh, you know, I can't honestly, I could go on for, I was trying to figure it out, but. And this is what the world, the world's teenagers were eating up for however many years that the twilight franchise was putting stuff out. There are still people that are obsessed with twilight and it's just astonishing. It's so unhealthy. It's I so mean, unhealthy. You know, what? The, you, know <laughs> you you do you. If if it's like if it's your favorite film and like you love it, then what I think doesn't well, you know what what I think doesn't mean a, a, a damn thing. Right. Which, as love, it should what, be. love what you love. Yeah. But I don't I mean I'd love someone. I'd love someone. I know we're not on my show. I'd love somebody to come onto your channel, not my channel, and do come and defend Twilight, because I'd love somebody to I'd love to like have a, an actual conversation about right what what you think's good like what's the strengths of it because maybe you might prove me wrong on a few points. I'm open to it always. Sorry, anyway, I'm just you know. No, no I would love it. literally just with you even not having seen it. Um, because I'm like, 
everybody's seen this and everybody just shits all over it. And I was just like, at least Sean has fresh eyes to it. He doesn't have like any what he didn't like see this back as a teenager and coming back now because I had pretty fond memories of it. Like, again, I lovingly shit on it all the time because it's just it's funny. It's easy to shit on. Like there are a lot of for example, the scene where um he is like, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. Um, <laughs> if you take the first letters of this is the skin of a killer, it spells the word tit soak. And so in <laughs> in those groups all the time, I like there's literally I want a shirt. Anybody listening to this, if you're a ratty, I will give you my address. Get me a tit soak shirt. And like there's shirts that have like tit soak just written in sparkly letters. And I'm so used to just thinking of that line just as tit soak, not this is the skin of a killer. When that scene came up in the movie, I pretty much turned into the meme of Leonardo DiCaprio pointed at the screen. It was just like tit soak, tit soak. <laughs> uh, you know what, though, Clayton, you bring a good point up. Like, I've never seen this film before. I think I've been, for anyone who's listened to my podcast before, I think I've been quite fair on this film yes i came to it and i thought look watch it for what it is except that you're probably not its audience mm -hmm. but go in and give it a go watch it try try and enjoy it or try and you know if not hate it then try and kind of oh, my voice went there <clears throat> try and um tr you know try and take it for what it is it's not really for you but you know it, it's i'm not into romantic type thing but watch it see how, how you do and but in I mean, I've seen, I mean, in terms of the way it's made, filmed, yeah, it's not bad. It does, nothing stands out as like absolutely horrendous. Um, it's it's not bad. It's competently made. And to be fair, I've heard this is the best one of the lot. So that fills me with dread. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've been quite fair on it. I mean, I've, that's what I try and do. It's, you know, we all have films where they really don't connect with you. Like, I don't like the Batman, but that people know that. Mm. I really don't like it. Um, but you know, I, we've all got those things, uh, those films that we don't like, but you just have to roll with it, don't you? I wouldn't watch this again, but it's not up there. Like, if someone said to me, I'll name your top 10 worst films, this wouldn't be there because it's not, it's not that bad. If you're not, it's not, nothing stands out as being absolutely horrendous. Like, I know we've just like, right. mocked it for an hour, but there's, <laughs> there's nothing in there. It's, it's just a bit forgettable. There's nothing in there that would make me go, that's the worst one I've ever seen. Um, right. Whereas... But there's also nothing that makes it go. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, I no. no say, sorry. I was going to say it's the same. It's on the same coin, though. There's nothing so good that you talk about it either, <laughs> other yeah. than the baseball scene. <laughs> hey, yeah. the soundtrack is also amazing. I think the, yeah, soundtrack, the soundtrack is so good. Well, a lot of it's Pattinson's own stuff, isn't it? And he's actually playing the piano when he does the, that. Uh, Pattinson had one side. The Carter Burwell did the score, uh, and I think the score is really pretty. I think the songs they used are good, but Robert Pattinson did do one song, and it's a piano thing, and he sings, and it's it's very pretty. Uh, is it think, true? Oh, sorry. No. Is it true that Fifty Shades of Grey started as Twilight fan fiction? Yes, that is 100% true. Do you know what? I will say this right. I got dragged by a lot of workmates. Uh, I, uh, I dragged by a lot of uh, women I work with to watch the first Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, that was absolutely horrendous. 
absolutely. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a good romance. It wasn't a good, like erotic film. It just. And now, I don't mean, do you just, see just, why? Do you see why though? Like this is what oh, it was oh, coming yeah. from. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I see why now. Absolutely. I'm looking back, thinking, "Oh my god, I I see it now." I like, will say, I think Fifty Shades of Grey is one of those so bad it's good. No movies well, okay, for me. Then. For me personally, <laughs> I think it's so bad it's good. I think it's so funny. I love Dakota Johnson and just like. I don't know. A lot of it makes me laugh hysterically. It is so unerotic. Uh, <laughs> I will say to get back to this a little bit. I Sorry. 100% agree with what you said. It's not for me. It used to be for me, I think. But it is not for me now as a man in his early 30s. Um, but that's fine. But as far as um, just a movie in general, even of that type, and I used to think it was really good. I don't think it is particularly bad, but there's nothing groundbreaking in it. It's competent. It's a little slowly paced. It is, I think the faults it has are mainly just from the story and script, which, you know, you're making it from a book. People want that. I think it is as I have said, ad nauseum, <laughs> incredibly toxic. Uh, I feel like a lot of people put up with a lot of really bad relationships because of Twilight, I would imagine, um, because we were told that this is what is romantic. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't like the worst thing ever. I didn't hate that I watched it. I didn't uh, do my usual two watches like I would with it. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm not the audience for it, but for the people that are, if it makes you happy, that is wonderful. I'm glad that it does. And uh, Sean, what about you, my Sean? <laughs> I'm just here for the line, my monkey man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was a line I was saving. Um, no, I mean I. It, it, this is I I I like romances I do um and I don't mind slow burn movies but there there has to be something building in the slow burn like it, there's got to be some form of spark or fire I think I think the different... candle had gone out with this one this wasn't a slow yeah burn. this was exactly. a, oh shit the candle's gone out yeah yeah I was gonna say they ran out of matches and were trying to light a candle with their breath um and it just. <laughs> I, I bet Bella stung, didn't it, to Edward? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I just, I, I, and I mean, Robert Pattinson and Casey are two of the best actors working now. And I mean, it, it's just, this is so bland. And I, I just, it's hard to get over it. Like, I mean, like I said, when I was younger, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fun. Like, and, and but as you get older, you start to realize, like, just how bland it is and like you said with the slow burn like the slow burn is just it's so long like this movie could probably cut 15 to 20 minutes maybe more and be a more cohesive vision in my opinion and i just it's it's i don't know bella is just so bland that it's hard to hard to like any of it and I, I don't know. I I do I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I I think it's I think this is also in a uh 
it's in a mediocre movie list. <laughs> like it's one of those, like you put on to, to kind of, rem, you know, relive the fun of it or, you know, just to have, you, you can't figure out what to watch and you're just feeling nostalgic. So you start watching it. And I just, I, I enjoy it. I do. Um, but I mean, the, let's just say it. the script is awful, but the score is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I just want to defend Kristen Stewart a little bit because people always, even now, I mean, Kristen Stewart just played Diana herself. And I think she did from Americans point of view, I think she did a fantastic job and should have won the fucking Oscar for it. Um, if you have not seen Spencer, Sean, I'm very curious to get your thoughts on it. I ha Oh, have I, I think I started watching it, but never finished it. Um, yeah, I'll have to give it a go. I, I think like, uh, I think Case gave a, a phenomenal performance, and everybody's always just like, "Oh, that girl from Twilight." I don't think there's anything even wrong with her performance. It's just she had nothing to work with. Yeah, uh, what's her accent like though in the Diana film? That's my only issue. Again, I think I think she should have won the Academy Award for Best Actress that year. A hundred percent. I thought she was. I think she is a really interesting actress, but you know she's playing. Princess Diana, that's a pretty uh, specific role. And I think she played Diana very well. Supposedly, in one of the things, you know, when that movie was coming out, uh, one of Diana's bodyguards, who is really close to her, said that out of all the portrayals of Diana, Kristen Stewart was the one that was really captured who she was. Was it Paul? Her... Wasn't Paul Burrow, was it? I, I have no idea. I'm I'm American. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was a fantastic performance. Uh, oh, I I will second it. It is a fantastic film. Um, well, she got she got a nomination for the Academy Award. Yeah, she did get yeah. nominated. Yeah, I think that was Olivia Coleman's year again. Um, uh, Olivia Coleman's so great. <laughs> Put her and everything, but Olivia Coleman in Twilight. <laughs> Would have been, would have been it still probably would have been the same because Bella is awful. I'm just picturing <laughs> Olivia Coleman like as her age now, walking in as Bella and Edward like having that reaction, like and her just like what? Hey, <laughs> hey, Clinton, we haven't even touched upon this, and Sean, it'd been more age appropriate. I mean, he's like how old? Hundred and eight yes. or something. So it would you know, be more age appropriate. <laughs> Just saying. Recast Olivia Coleman as Renesmee. That's what I'm going with. Oh my God. <laughs> I, Sean, never call her by her name. Oh, I'm sorry, Running what, Water. Whatever. He doesn't even know who she is at this point. But uh, anyway, at some point, there is a character and just never call them by their actual name. Just whatever R word comes into your mind, accept that R word. Um, call her that Ratatouille. Just <laughs> it's it, it's kind of the bend of the cucumber patch effect, you know. Yeah. You know when you're talking <laughs> when you're talking, Benedict. Mr. Cumberbatch. <laughs> I love Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> uh, Have I, you seen the video? I'll give you a little treat, guys. Have you seen oh. the video where he tries to say he did a he did a wildlife documentary, Benedict Cumberbatch, and he and he, he narrated it. But, and it was about penguins, but he can't say the word penguin 
It's when he was on the Graham Norton show. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I will have to look that up. That sounds have you not amazing. seen it, Clint? No. I have not have seen it. Ever... Oh, that's one oh, of those things that just cheers you up, honestly. It's great. Like, it's one of the funniest as as we're done. interview things I've ever seen. Penguins. Um, <laughs> the, peng- the, peng- the penguins. Uh, penguins. His accent as well. That sounds like it'll be up there with Dakota Johnson calling out Ellen, like, actually, no, Ellen, you were invited. You didn't come. <laughs> oh, so that one's very much like, that one's, that one is like a, ooh, and this one's more of a just laugh. Like <laughs> You're going to laugh at this one. <laughs> I think they would both be amazing for very different reasons. Um, before we give out our personal scores and uh, whatnot, I just wanted to, I feel so bad, my poor friend Danielle. Uh, I asked her if she had anything she wanted to say about Twilight and why she requested it. And uh, this is what she said, and I feel like we will have uh, some helpful responses. Um, she said, the reason I love the Twilight series is because instead of the usual vampire and werewolf stories, where their humanity is non-existent, or at least a background aspect, Edward and Jacob both struggle with their humanity versus their nature. And while insta-love is not always realistic, we all crave the utter devotion and soul connection of Edward and Bella. If they can have it, why can't we? Well, I mean, in this movie, they don't have it. But... No. um, (laughs) No, I... I get where she's coming from, and I i mean, who doesn't want to find so, a partner who... Before we really get into that, I just want to point out a fun fact. I introduced her to her husband back in the day. We went to high school together. Her and I went to high school together, and him and I worked together after high school. Uh, his name also is Sean. <laughs> <laughs> You're just surrounded by Sean. I know. Yeah. Yes, is, uh, is, it, coll- is it some kind of conspiracy? <laughs> Basically, say, you're collecting us like baseball cards, and I'm thinking yeah. I'm getting scared. <laughs> I better you're not right. wake up. I better not wake up and find you stood at the end of my bed, Clinton. <laughs> no, not until I come. If you turn on the light, he'll still be trying to get off the window. <laughs> <laughs> No, I get where she's coming from because it. I mean, it is such an ultimate fantasy, though, isn't it? To find someone who's just like so completely and irrevocably in love with you. Um, I, I, but it's kind of a fallacy. Like, there's gonna be people you're gonna have such an intense emotional connection with, but I feel like having such a huge, like, like having someone obsessed with you sounds great. But it's also really toxic. So, like, but also, but oh, sorry, sorry. No, but it's like the thing about um about Edward as well. It's like they always have these really intense loves in films, don't they? Mm-hmm. But then it's like when you put it in a normal situation, like if they start living together, he's gonna get on her tits. She's gonna be literally like, "You never sleep. I've been I've been at work all week, and you're you're walking around the house all night because you can't. I know you can't sleep, Edward. Boo hoo! I'm a vampire, but." Can you just keep it down? I'm trying to sleep up here. You know, when you put it in like a really mundane context, it's like, does it still work? It's not him I don't buy as well. I've got to say this. I mean, he's not great, but his motivations, you can kind of understand. There's just nothing there for her. I don't understand 
where this great love comes from. It just doesn't, I don't quite buy it, but yeah, it's like she doesn't love him. It's like she just loves being loved that much. It's, I don't know, but I have kind of a two part response to her thing. I have had a really, really intense, unhealthy relationship before. And so I think this movie, I think that's why that it, aspect of it just jumped out at me so much like oh this isn't good this isn't a good situation this is not gonna go anywhere great um so i personally do not crave that utter devotion and soul connection maybe like somebody you connect with well and get along with that sounds nice but uh not that extent and uh, for part two of what she had said she said, and I quote, the usual vampire and werewolf stories where the humanity is non-existent or at least a backward or a background aspect. Danielle, you need to read and watch more vampire and werewolf stories. I would say maybe interview with the vampire, book, movie, show. Um even underworld, even underworld, they uh, that's a huge aspect of vampire and werewolf stories usually. Um in American Wealth in London. Yes. The Howling, Dog mm-hmm. Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, what's the other one? Uh, what's uh, we, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, Thirty Days a Night. Yeah. I Blade, 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 well, Blade One, Two, Three. Yeah. Basically, well, any other vampire or werewolf story, I think they struggle with their humanity and stuff mm-hmm. more than Edward and Jacob do. They just struggle about keeping it together because they're fighting over the most blank my name is wicker basket Um, (laughs) fighting over the most bland girl on the planet bella not kristen stewart um when she had sent me that i just responded fascinating and she was like what i'm scared (laughs) and i was like nope it just i will have thoughts And but I, think, I do uh, love that it makes her happy, and I can understand that. Um, yeah, it used to make me really happy, and now I just was kind of bored. Well, like I said, I just find that the idea of a, a utter devotion is it's such a it's such a, a scary concept. Like it sounds fantastic when you're young and you're like discovering love, and you're finding someone who. They want to spend every moment of their day with you and they want they they want nothing but your love. Like they want nothing. Like they just want you. They want you. You can't go anywhere else. Like that's also stalking. Like mm-hmm. and that gets scary. Like you you're supposed to be two people in a relationship. Yeah. It's it shouldn't be just Bella and Edward. It should be Bella and Edward. Not Bella and Edward. Like Bella and Edward. You know, I hate I, I don't like that's one of my problems with like reading stuff now and like you said it is toxic because when you're looking at these stories you're you're seeing obsession as opposed to love and which is fine i'm fine with stories about obsession they're fascinating usually but when it's obsession portrayed as oh have you seen the boy next door is boy next door is that what it's called uh the one with jennifer lopez Yes, I, I have not, oh, but I think I would oh, quite like yes. it. Yeah, that's good. It looks like absolute, like trashy good. 
if that makes sense. I love a good like trashy erotic thriller. I think my um, my dad actually watched that and she was like, "Oh, this," and I was like, "Really, dad? That film? That's what you recommended?" <laughs> he was like, "Oh no, it's good." And I was like, "Oh really? Like uh, as if you know when a film just is good like and it really has no right to be." But yeah. awesome. I mean, that's kind of like oh, I don't know if you. Uh, I'll have that conversation with you later about yeah. <laughs> some but, movies. Be like, have you seen these? Very good. Um, and then yeah i i would definitely agree with your like interview with the vampire because like and, and that's the thing is like and also she doesn't and, and, love horror movies so uh, that's why i was really going with like interview with the vampire because it's it's got horror elements but it also has stories of love and obsession for sure and but it definitely delves into struggling with humanity when you are a monster. Yeah, if you can make it past Louis whining through the first book, you can you're gonna be okay. <laughs> through the first um, whole first book. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that's the only thing I hate about the series is Louis is start the start of it and it's like, oh God, Louis, shut up. Like just um, for five minutes, dude. I will say um, anybody listening, watch the fucking AMC show interview with vampire. It is so good. A million times better than the movie much more entertaining than the books. Sorry to fans of the interview with or the the Vampire Chronicles series by Anne Rice. I read a few of them and then I just I couldn't do it anymore. But that show is amazing. It is sexy. It is appointment television. I will be watching it when it drops tonight. We are recording this on a Sunday, clearly. Uh, <laughs> um it- yeah, but I mean, that was just what I feel about the, I, I, I understand the obsession, like, and having someone who's, like, so completely in love with you, but it, I, I just, I don't find it realistic, and I know that this is a fantasy, and it's meant to be a fantasy, but, oh, it like, could be realistic. it could be realistic, I've seen people be in these relationships where someone is so obsessed with the other that they don't, they can't do anything else, and then it becomes <laughs> a problem, no, I know what you mean. No, I do. I know what you mean, Sean. It's like when when they're so enamored with each other, it's like they're both like, and I don't mean this in a funny way, but they both like bend or mold themselves around the other to the point where mm-hmm. like they're losing their own personality. Yeah. Like, Hang on a minute. You're supposed to be like, you're supposed to be with someone who like, and <laughs> it sounds really kind of naive, but you're supposed to meet somebody who like, makes you better as a person you know like really like you that you like enhance their life and they enhance yours but you can both exactly. do like i don't know you like swimming and she likes or he likes i don't know boxing or whatever the hell they like you've got your own interests and your own things and your own friends and your own this that the other and that's healthy that's how it should be and mm-hmm. um, it's when it starts to go to the point where it's like well if you're with me you can't have friends and you know and it's like and obviously it doesn't start like that but it's yeah, God, this got serious quick. But you know what I mean. It's, 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 I agree. No, I agree. it's okay. It's <laughs> it's true. That's all I was thinking about for the most part when I was watching Twilight because I was just like, that's where that goes. But maybe that's because we know we're we're, we're all older. I mean, I know yeah. I never watched this back then, but you know, we're all we're all older. You're a lot more experienced in in life and the way things are, and you kind of think, oh, okay, now it comes across as really, you know, and then society changes. So maybe it, it back then it looked really romantic, isn't it? Lovely, like 
he's always looking like like that bit where he he saves her from the. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, yeah, fair. He saves her from the group of lads who are being really um, yeah, but being, like way... accosting her. But he's been following her all night, and mm-hmm. then he, he he gets out the car and he's like in the car and he orders her into the car. It's like, hang on a minute, mate. Like, do you not want to ask her if she's all right first? Don't just order her into the car. Yeah, it's um, very. I think that's why it bothered me so much is just that it was presenting this to teenagers as oh this is the ideal romance when it's severely problematic i don't know i know we've gone on about that like a lot but it just is what really stood out to me i figured i would just be like making fun of this the whole time and instead i'm just like whoa this is just not a good conversation or a good uh message for teenagers to be watching and i'm just like man would I have had fucked up relationships if I had like seen better shit that wasn't telling me these things as a teenager? Well, I I mean to be fair to Twilight, I mean it is you know it's a very strange world, isn't it? I mean there's like vampires and werewolves, although not really in this one, and no. there's kind of very strange things going on, and it's it's not meant to be kind of our well, I mean it is and it isn't meant to be our world in a way. So I get that you probably some people might counter with well you know it's not meant to be our world and it's yes he's followed her but it's not for like a creepy reason this that, and the other. you could argue that yeah but then even when i was watching it as like a complete first time ago and like i said in my notes what's the message of this film like take away the fact he follows her if you want to put that down to romantic uh, romance or like obsession or infatuation uh because he's never had this connection he's a hundred and odd years old fine like you want to you want to kind of write that one off all right that's that that's up to you the stuff i didn't understand was like the bit where he's telling her like it tries to be dead serious at times and it just falls flat on its ass like where she's talking about s where she's talking about um he's thinking like oh this is the skin of a killer which i think is hilarious and the bit now and the bit where he's talking about um He's saying, oh, you know, I've I've killed people before. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I had more of an issue with how she reacts than... Because uh-huh. he, he's his character, but she's supposed to be like a quote-unquote, like, modern when it came out. She's meant to be like a normal... Well, what does normal mean? But she's meant to be a poor, <laughs> usual teenage girl in yes. America. And then it's like, it, it's like hanging... Him in, and, and mind you, I mean, like, let's face it. If the film had started and he'd been like... He'd saved her from that truck and she'd been like, that guy's, no, I don't want to be near him. I don't know what's going on with him. He keeps staring at me. I don't want to have anything to do with it. It would have been a very short film. I'd have probably enjoyed it more. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't... Uh, no, but you can deep down in these things. Um, I mean, yeah, not not a great film um, overall. But if your friend likes it, then... Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving her any shit for liking it because there's a lot of people like it and again i am part of not one but two facebook groups that we lovingly shit on it for and we would not take our time to do that if there wasn't some affection for this film and franchise (laughs) Um, well but that's the thing is you can always you can love stuff and then realize later it's not great like and that's what we're doing with a lot of hollywood movies and stuff like that is is we're learning like Sometimes the romances and romances aren't that romantic. They're more creepy. Or, you know, there's different aspects of films that just aren't, like, con- completely kosher anymore. Um, but, I mean, they are a product of the period they're made. I, I try never to blame a film based on the period it's made if the message 
that it was sending then is completely different than the message it was sending now. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I, I like, I, like I said, they're very bland and this romance is not very romantic in my opinion, but like to someone, to me back in 2000 and what was this? Eight. Eight? God. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> they are the best couple ever. No, I yeah, was not same. like that, but I mean, you know, I, I loved them. Was, I thought it was deeply romantic. Uh, were you team Edward or team Jacob? I have to ask. Oh, 150% team Edward. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob was smells never... like wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacob was just I didn't I I didn't like Jacob in the first book. I didn't like him. I liked him even less in the second book. And then after that, I just hated him. I will like, say he, he just... is quite hot in the second film, though. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he spends I don't know three quarters of that movie with his shirt off. It better be hot. Well, he like, deserved to have his shirt off because they almost recast him too because they didn't think he'd be able to like bulk up enough for New Moon, and he did, and so I think he deserved every one of those shirtless scenes. You haven't seen it. There. You haven't seen it, Sean, so you don't even know. But Although, um, <laughs> Sean, from your experience with it, do you think you'd want to do the second one with us? <laughs> maybe, like, maybe like do one a year. Because, I mean, I don't think I could handle more than one Twilight Oh, God, film no. Not, but yeah, I will say, I, I did, for this for this episode, I bought the Twilight 4K bundle because it was, <laughs> it was, it was like 10 bucks for Twilight and like 30 for all six movies, five or six movies. And I was like, I might as well. I feel like people are going to ask me because people hate me. Um, and they <laughs> not, say podcasters oh. don't have money. i did not buy it (laughs) yeah i just uh it was on netflix i I was they're all on netflix actually i just i also i will admit i wanted i love 4k and i was really curious to see what it looked like on 4k with like dolby vision color grading and anyway but that's neither here nor there but anyway what would you uh uh, let's start with our guest, Sean. What would you give this on a personal score of one to five? Oh, to five. Oh, God. Uh, I was going to say two out of ten, so it'll have to be. Ooh. <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> that puts you out of one out of five. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you do well, corrections. Oh, yeah. Hey, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's one fine. Out of one that's out of five. Fine. Yeah. One. All right. I what wasn't about... good at maths, Sean. All right. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Right. All right. That's probably the best math you'll ever hear me do in my life. <laughs> so yeah. you're the one. What about you, Sean? Uh, um, Better get the fraction right. Uh, yeah, honestly. Uh, I'm at... This one's really hard. I'm at a 2.5-ish. Um, I, I think five out of five. Yeah, uh, it's it's like I think I have some nostalgia still for it. Like, there's a couple parts I really like the cinematography of it. I think it's really well shot. I might. I, it's probably it's more of a two. It's a two. Yeah, more oh, than no, I think don't, about don't it. Don't let me. Don't let me. Uh, don't let oh, me. I'm not. I'm literally thinking. I'm watching it again in my head, and I'm just like, no, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. 
it, like it, I can't let one scene that that still like makes me happy, like the the baseball scene, affect the feel of the whole movie. And like you said, there are some parts that are really great, but as a whole, it is hard. It is a lot harder to watch when you're a little older. Uh, so for myself, this might shock you guys. I gave this when I watched it for this podcast episode i gave this a three out of five on letterbox and i will explain (laughs) i gave it a star for the wonderful music i gave it a star for anna kendrick (laughs) and i gave it a star just because it was they gave us case too uh, yeah it was competently made. It's got case stew. It made me laugh. And even with all of its problematic stuff that I have issues with, it was fine. I It was a movie that did what it was supposed to do. I'm not the audience for it, but it was competently done. So I gave it three stars. So six out of ten. It wasn't anything special, but I didn't hate it. And, you know, Anna Kendrick and that soundtrack and... The, Okay, I'll be completely honest. I gave it a star for Anna Kendrick, a star for the soundtrack, and a star for the baseball scene. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think all of those were worth a star on their own, so that was my rating. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'll I'll be honest. (laughs) Uh, Those are the three probably my favorite aspects of the film. Um, Yeah, so I I get it. Uh, so, do you guys want to know what this was made for and how much it made? Uh, yes, because I'm sure it made gangbusters. Oh, oh, it did. What, this what, was what, made. What is that? What made what? Like how much money it made? Well, what is gang gangbusters? What does that mean? Oh, so if something made gangbusters in America, it just like it did really well. That oh, okay, just, right. yeah. Uh, so uh, for a fairly modest budget considering of 37 million dollars it's opening weekend alone it made 70 million dollars and worldwide because i didn't even feel like going into different little things (laughs) but worldwide when all was said and done with this first twilight film it made 408 million dollars on its 30 on its 37 million dollar budget that is impressive and that's uh, funny (laughs) They probably spent thirty-seven million just on runny eggs in the later ones. Oh God, it's so scary. <laughs> uh, uh, um, and I usually will ask Sean, and you are welcome to put in a guess as well. Letterbox goes from one to five, and it's just people who have Letterbox that have watched the movie and logged it and given a rating. Um, Sean. Uh, my Sean put in a guess, and then you can decide if you want to put in a guess for what you think its average letterbox one to five score is. Oof. So this one's hard because it could be totally review bombed by letterboxed users. I am going to give it a. I don't think it's a three. I'm going to give it a two point. 2.7? 2.8. Okay. 2.8. Do you care to put in a guest? I'm going to go... 
one point. A guest, guest. Guest, a guest, guest. Um, I'm going to put in, I'm going to go for the fact that people not review bombed it, but gave it what it deserved. 1.8. <laughs> so, my Sean, you were actually extremely close. This has a score of 2.9 on Letterboxd. <laughs> Probably because the people watching it actually like like it and the people that would give it really shitty uh ratings just wouldn't watch it at all uh, <laughs> i would guess that but yeah that i think is the closest you have come sean ah, you, were, that was what, pretty... you were you were point one off you said yeah, 2.8 2.9 uh, um, i was i well i was like i it's not a three there's no way this is a three um i didn't think it would escape into the one territory yet <laughs> um and there is and like your friend there is a still a huge like amount of devotion to the twilight series and i mean i get it from a lot of people for like a lot of people really love it so i feel like it's 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 in that two to almost three range is what i was thinking which was right (laughs) you you got it (laughs) 2.9 almost hitting that three mark uh, I'm gonna go over our socials, and then you can put in your plugs and your socials. And so, just bear with me for one second. Um, if you want to reach us on Twitter, Sean and I, we are together at Triple M Pod, and it's Triple Three M's Pod. I am at Just Happy to See You, number two, letter C, letter U, and Sean is at. I'm at Smurf013, S-M-U-R-P-H-013. You can find us both on Letterboxd and see what we're watching. And I am also on Letterboxd at Just Happy to See You, number two, letter C, letter U. And Sean is at... Murph the Smurf, M-U-R-P-H-T-H-E-S-M-U-R-P-H. You can find us on Instagram at Triple M Pod. Again, that's triple and then three M's pod. We have a Facebook page, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. If you want to reach us on email, it's men who like men who like movies pod at gmail.com. And if you want to check out Sean, uh, his podcast is called Review It Yourself, and it is amazing. And uh, where all can they find you on the socials? And do you have anything else you want to plug? Uh, yeah, no, just thank you for having me on. I've, I've... Uh, it's been an absolute blast. And if we don't do no if we don't do the second one of these, it'd be it's criminal to the podcast <laughs> line because I know I think it's honestly I think people listen to this and be like, Yeah, we need that we need more of this. Uh yeah, I'm Sean. Uh, I'm from uh Review It Yourself. Um it's a podcast where I basically go through uh films, I have guests, a lot of guests on to talk about uh defending their favorite films. I've got my first video podcast coming up, which is based on like battles of northern england um lots lots of stuff coming up we're on good pods pod chaser apple spotify you can review us on any of those uh i say us there's only me um <laughs> so, <laughs> i would say that we it's just me uh we're the royal we uh, no, I'm not that poor. I'm not that posh, darling. No, uh, we're on. We're on. We're on uh, Twitter. It's at yourself review. We're on uh, uh, Instagram. It's review it yourself podcast 2021. And yeah, just find us. Find me there. 
Um, let me know what you think of the podcast in general. Have you enjoyed this episode um, with the guys? If you haven't, then you've got no joy in your life. Uh, no, I'm joking. But no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I, I would go that far. Yes, that, I, I will right. also just uh, to add. Uh, do you want to tell people some of the different series you've got in your podcast? Oh, Jesus! Some, um, of the, some of those are pretty fun. Uh, oh God! Well, we've got the so it's all under the banner of uh, review it yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see if I can remember. Um, so because I didn't want to create all these different podcasts, so I just create side series. So at present, I have, and you might want to sit down for this, everyone. I have. Um, <laughs> Defend It Yourself, which is where you come on. Podcasters, guests come on, and they defend their favourite film. We had Clayton, who came to defend The Ruins. That's out at the minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean is more than happy, or both of you, to come on and re- uh, defend another one. We've got... Um, I'm also, I've am i also got Soggy Bottoms, which is uh, the Great British Bake Off review podcast, which I do with Luke from the Nostalgic Podcast. I'm doing CGI Winge Fest, uh, whinge for the Americans just means uh, boo-hoo, having a bit of a cry about it, stop mourning about it. Um, I did that with Ben from Film Floggers uh, because we both, we abs- we're both we not big fans of CGI. There's another one. We'll be doing The Thing. That'll be coming up soon. Uh, the new one, the 2011 one, we're doing about that. Um, I love that movie so much. Yeah, so do I. I actually I, 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 do, I do yeah. too. I went and saw it in theatres. I like, I like um, it. I liked it more than the original, and Ben was like, "You disgust me." Uh, well, we uh, haven't, we haven't oh, done that one I yet. I won't go that far. Um, <laughs> oh, I did. Um, what else have I got? Uh, what else have I got? Oh God, I'd, there's just um, have I got any more? Oh yeah, visit it yourself, which is which it's which is basically my uh, my battlefield series that's coming up. Um, what else? I did a bit of a jokey one. Well, I think I think that's it. Is that it? That might not be it. Um, or basically. Um, Everything you can think of. Yeah. He's got a really good variety of stuff. It's very entertaining. Great, great podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, oh, I, of I course. Sorry, I've forgotten the main one. He'll kill me for this. Um, I've also got the hashtag Breaking Bill side series, which is where <laughs> Bill from Bill Reads Bad Reviews, um, an American uh, uh, like yourselves, um, he comes on and I basically put him through hell. We've actually got coming up, this will be an exclusive for you guys, where our next uh, film movie we're doing uh, is Armageddon. Cannot <laughs> wait to do that. Um, so we're just trying to figure out uh, a schedule on that. But absolutely love Bill. Uh, he's he's such a lovely guy. Um, so yeah, go go listen, go check out Bill. Bill reads bad reviews. I, I just have uh, one thing to say when you watch Armageddon, and that is no nukes, no nukes, <laughs> no nukes. Um, get off the nuclear warhead. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I love that film. I love that film. It's what I think of when I think of Steve Buscemi as just him sitting on a nuclear warhead. It's just, it's such a good film. It's just so. The bit bit with the. It's got a scene worthy of of Twilight in its cringiness. And it involves um I, I can never say it properly because we don't have them over here. Graham crackers or graham crackers or whatever you call them. Uh, graham animals. crackers. Oh my god, you, you know what scene I'm talking about. I, <laughs> I actually don't because the I'm Safari. Oh, You've yeah, never that's seen it again. Oh the tiger turns down to the plains. Yeah. Could could go okay. north, could go south, or whatever it is. Oh god, honestly. <laughs> 
also, just let you know, adding Armageddon to our list. Pretty clean, just to let That's you know. That's fine. I've never seen it. I you always forget that I've never seen it, and are always shocked. <laughs> I'm just I know. There's so many movies. I'm just like, how how do you go through life? <laughs> I saw that movie when it like when it came out on VHS. <laughs> well, it was PG-13, and I was not allowed to watch it when it came out. So. Oh yeah, my parents weren't great with that. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. <laughs> Seriously though, oh, I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> oh, thank you again so much for being on here, Sean. Like this has been such an awesome I, conversation. And it was so last minute. I'm so glad you were just like, yeah, let's make it happen. Because um, I really was scared. I'm like, oh no, Sean and I are just going to shit all over this movie. And at least we got somebody who had fresh eyes. And you were such a lovely person. <laughs> so Thank you very much. I think we were too as kind. fair as possible to I do. Twilight. I genuinely do. I think there's a lot of podcasts out there who would just absolutely defecate all over this and just get just give it no respect whatsoever. And yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Would be my my summary. It's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but still don't see it. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm serious though. I think we should do this as a series. At least once a year we do a Twilight movie. <laughs> yeah, I will. I refuse to do more than one a year, but I'll I'll do one a year. I mean, well, we're I almost them. in the new year, aren't we? So a couple of months to go. <laughs> uh, I will say I've got the schedule done through like next October, so hopefully I won't have to do one until like November. Like I need a full year to recover. Uh, <laughs> ooh, and we do have coming up. We need to like figure out a time for this. Uh, the three of us are going to be doing Diana the Musical. Oh my god, that film! Uh, yes. That oh, yeah, yeah, it's oh <laughs> god, that's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> listen to. <laughs> uh, uh, Clayton made me watch that, and I. I don't Dying even know what to think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I have no words. <laughs> the, ac- the, the accents are just, I was messaging Clint whilst I've, I've only seen half an hour of it. I don't know, I went to bed, but um, <laughs> to sleep. And honestly, uh, it's just, it's the accents of some of the reporters. It's like, oh, hi, darling, how are you? And you're like, oh my God. It's like worse than Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. It's just not good. <laughs> um, and just some, just some of the songs. <laughs> One of the songs is like um click a picture in the bank, better than a better than a kiss, better than a wank, and it's like what am I mm-hmm. watching? Oh better like, than a Guinness, better than a wank. Get yeah. the right picture, it's money in the bank is, it's the, like, uh, what? is the lyric. It's like did some did some American <laughs> in a room just Google like English things? Oh, they drink Guinness. Well, it's Irish for a start. Oh, what about this one? It's, oh, it's it's just I just thought, oh my god, this is like it's just show the lines in it as well and just make you cringe. It makes the crown look like Shakespeare. It's just uh, like I haven't got a lot in I haven't I got a lot in common really, with her mother. I haven't got a lot in common with her mother. Darling, you're the you're the Duke of A or whatever he is, what you're the Prince of Wales. You don't have a lot in common with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny. Also, I quite like the crown. It's very comforting to watch at night. <laughs> 
Oh, the, crown, the crown's good. Yeah, the crown's great, yeah. I don't know how <laughs> accurate it always is, but I think it is quite quite fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. The crown must win. Mm. Must always win. Great. It's a great series. You just got to take it with a pinch of salt. That's all. Yeah. I mean, anything that's based on a true story, I mean, you know. Uh, we are forgetting one thing. What are we watching next week? Uh, next For week, arts. I picked. <laughs> yes, I picked a movie that Sean has never seen, and if I had to put it on the podcast for him to watch it, I was going to do it. And it is one of my favorite movies of all time, and you have to watch it in the fall. It is Nora Ephron's classic romantic comedy, You've Got Mail. And I am so excited. And I'm so excited for Sean to see it. You're going to love it. It's going to be a wonderful episode. It might be three hours long because I'm just going to gush about it for forever. And it's great. Um, please don't forget to give us a, a five-star rate and even a review if you have the time. It really helps so much, so, so much to get uh, promoted and noticed. And just, it's nice. It helps and it makes us feel really good, which is wonderful. Everybody should be nice and do something kind because there's just not a lot of that in the world. But anyway, it has been wonderful having you, Sean. I cannot wait to have you back. And people, go listen to your view it yourself. It's wonderful. It and is fantastic. Until next time, I guess we will say our goodbyes. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>